Good morning, everyone. Dr. Wynn here. Today's Wednesday, and we're in surgery. We have a couple of rhinoplasties today to do. And our first case is a young lady who has a very prominent dorsal hump. Uh, her nasal tip actually curves down quite a bit, and it creates a hook-like looking nose. Uh, so we need to refine the dorsum, refine the nasal tip, uh, rotate the tip so it's not pointing down so much. Uh, and we're going to harvest uh, some rib cartilage, uh, if necessary, uh, along the right side. Uh, here uh, uh, under her breast uh, to help facilitate the re reconstruction of the nose, okay? And she's very gracious to allow us to show parts of the surgery. As you know, I do uh, quite a few uh, rhinoplasties every month, but many patients don't allow us to show the case because it does show uh, the face. But she's been very, very gracious, and uh, I'm very thankful for that. So we're going to get started real soon. I'll show you the before, and then we'll go into the OR, okay? Okay guys, uh, Dr. Wynn here. So we're in surgery, this is a open rhinoplasty. And so let me show you what we have so far. And uh, our patient is very gracious to let us show this surgery. Um, we do a lot of rhinoplasties, but as you can tell, it shows the face, there's no way around it. So many patients don't allow us to show this uh, type of surgery, but she's been very gracious and I'm so thankful for that. So uh, an open rhinoplasty is a rhinoplasty in which we make an incision that goes along the base of the calumella, which is this portion of your nose. And it, the incision extends into the nose and it allows us to lift the skin up, retractor, okay? <clears throat> and in doing so, it allows me to visualize the anatomy of the nose directly. Now, the, the other technique is a closed rhinoplasty in which you don't lift the skin up. You make an incision on the inside of the nose only and really you're pulling the cartilage towards you to make these changes. In my opinion, it is not as a precise surgery because you're not getting the full vis visualization of the cartilage. <clears throat> okay, so this is the medial and middle crura or the, the middle part of the uh, calumella. This is the lower lateral cartilage is what you see here. This is responsible for uh, the shape of uh, the tip and the shape of the uh, ala of the nose. And you look further, you see the dorsum of the nose or the top of the nose, the bridge, as you want to call it. And so there's a bony part further up and there's a cartilage part. So she has a, cur a very prominent dorsal hump. We're going to reduce the cartilage and the bony hump to straighten and also to give her a gentle curve to the nose. <clears throat> We're now in the process of, har uh, of uh, harvesting a little bit of cartilage from her um, septum. Uh, the central portion of this quadrangular cartilage makes for great uh, cartilage harvest. Whoops, here. Okay. Caudal. Thank you. And so, section, please. Of all the surgeries that are done in plastic surgery, <coughs> A rhinoplasty, in my opinion, is by far the hardest of all the surgeries. Um, it's like making a wristwatch. You know, we're talking about very, very small components that make a very big difference. And so, um, it's almost the the uh, opposite of, say, body contouring. Okay, where you make very big movements in rhinoplasty, you make very, very small movements, uh, and it does make a very big difference. Okay. Um, so we're going to keep going. We're exposing the cartilage so we can harvest uh, the central portion. 
uh, two things that it does. It provides us with the cartilage we need to reconstruct and support the new shape of the nose. And then secondly, <clears throat> if you have a deviated part of the septum, by removing a part of the central portion of it, it straightens out the septum as well. And so, right, other comments? cool surgery. Of all the surgeries I do, and I do just about every uh, surgery in the textbook as far as plastic surgery is concerned, this is probably my favorite. Um, it is delicate, it's tedious work, requires a lot of skill and also a lot of uh, patience and precision. And so um, it kind of matches my personality and uh, not, every, not every plastic surgeon will want to do around the plastic, to be honest. Uh, if you don't have that type of personality, this type of surgery will drive you crazy. So I really enjoy it, and that's why I end up doing so many of them, and we have such great results. Speculum? Now, there's no way to show you down here into the, the uh, space here, but what I'm doing here is I'm exposing the lining on top of the cartilage here, the septal cartilage, or separating it from the cartilage so that when I go to harvest, it makes for a nice, clean uh, cartilage harvest. Okay. Good. Carl, thank you. All right, let's keep going. We'll give you a little update in a minute, okay? Okay guys, we are now in the process of harvesting the cartilage we need to reconstruct the nose, okay? Pretty delicate procedure here. Beautiful piece of cartilage. This is called the septal cartilage. It's uh, the central portion of the quadrangular cartilage. It separates the nostril left and right. Uh, there, uh, there's a membrane on either side that still separates it, so there's not a connection. But this is a piece of cartilage that you don't really need, and so we use it to reconstruct the nose. So there we have it. Good. Good. That's good. 
Okay guys, so we're, we're gonna carve this nice piece of cartilage into all the structures that we need to reconstruct the nose, gauze. Thank you. So typically, um, we'll need a spreader graph, which helps hold up the dorsum of the nose. We'll need a calumella strap, which helps hold up the tip. We'll need an alograph to help uh, shape the, uh, the nostrils, basically, okay? And then, um, if necessary, we'll need a tip graph to help further um, define the nasal tip. So, lots of graphs that we can uh, carve from this piece of cartilage. So, I'm going to start with the calumella strut. which we're going to do with this one. Just one piece of cartilage. Yeah, this, this is by far, I think, definitely the most challenging of all plastic surgery procedures. It's very technical, but also it requires quite a bit of artistic imagination in that you have to visualize what you're doing without actually seeing a lot of the, uh, the changes until you've completed the surgery. And so definitely this puts the art in art of plastic surgery Everybody says they're an artist until they try to do one of these things. Um, you really have to, I think, have that additional skill set. And I think it's very important uh, for rhinoplasty. All right, that looks good there. So these are all the components that I'll need, uh, plus the tip graph to uh, reshape her nose. Okay, so we're, this cartilage goes in to building the framework for the nose. If you imagine, a good parallel to this is building the framework for a house or the roof. You see a lot of beams and a lot of uh, struts that are being put together to hold up the roof. Uh, similar to that uh, idea is the, uh, the cartilage graphs that go into the nose, okay? So we're gonna keep going. Hey everyone, we are all done with the rhinoplasty. As you can see, uh, there's no more dorsal hump. The nasal tip is uh, has a better rotation, is uh, much more well-defined. And the nose looks very natural on this patient's face. It looks really like it belongs on her face, which is very important for rhinoplasty. As you can see, um, we really achieved uh, the goals of our surgery, and uh, our patient's going to be very happy. I'm really excited for the outcome and uh, looking forward to her recovery. Hey, guys. So we're here with our patient six days after her rhinoplasty. I think many of you, many of you have watched the, the surgery. And so what I'm doing right now is we're gonna take off the splint. The splint is this device here, that are, this covering, which protects the nose for the first several days. And so typically uh, the downtime for rhinoplasty here at our office is about five or six days because once I take this off, 
our friend here can go straight to the coffee shop and have coffee and, and really no one will, will, will stare at her. No one will think that she's just had surgery because that's how fast this heals. Now, rarely is there any bruising. There's always a little bit of swelling, but as you can see, that typical raccoon eyes type, swell, uh, type bruising and swelling really is very rare. I, I almost never see that. All right, oh my goodness. Wow. And voila. <laughs> wow, let's give her a mirror. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Look how good that looks. Thank you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. You know, it looks like it belongs to your face. Yeah. And honestly, what it is is that it really complements the structure of your face. We corrected for the dorsal hump. I corrected for the hook-like nose. I nailed the base of the nose, actually your nostrils, right right here at the corner, you notice that? Yeah. But um, there are many different ways of narrowing that nostrils, you know, depending on the shape of the, 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 the aila wing. And so for you, I just need to take a little tiny wedge just to bring in the shape of the nostril. Yeah. Really, I did it just to shape the nostrils, not to really move it. That so. is crazy. Look how good that <laughs> Yeah? Yeah. Wow. What do you think? I love it. I'm like shaking right now. <laughs> right? Look how pretty that looks, right? Oh. Crazy. Thank you. Just... I'm like, I want to hug you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dr. Wynn here. We're six days after our primary rhinoplasty. And uh, you can see that there's all virtually no bruising at all. Um, the swelling is there, particularly at the tip of the nose, but that's going to continue to uh, diminish in the coming weeks. But the contour of the nose looks absolutely phenomenal. The tip is no long, longer curved downwards, and the shape, symmetry, and dimension of the nose really fits the patient's face. She's happy. <laughs> you can tell she's thrilled. And so, yeah. good, good. I'm so happy.